It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 555 of the Locked On Raptors podcast. I'm Vivek Jacob of Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm filling in for Sean Woodley, so I'll be your interim host. Uh, Sean's out doing some wonderful things with his life, which I'm sure he'll fill you in on when he's back. And till then, you're going to have to deal with me. So you can find me on Twitter at Vivek M. Jacob. The show is on Twitter at Locked On Raptors. You can find every single episode. Um, there's plenty more if you are interested in any of the 29 other teams on the Locked On Network. So be sure to check that out as well. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcast. That's an important part of of us being able to do what we do. So make sure you're going and doing that as well. Uh, and so let's get into it. Today we are going to um, look at Team Canada and what they've uh, got going for them after three days of camp, uh, one day of an exhibition game against Nigeria, obviously as we all know by now. Uh, most of the big names have dropped out. Most of the NBA names are out. Chris Boucher is the latest uh, from the Toronto Raptors, and he's not going to play due to personal reasons, which is uh, a bit of a blow. I mean, you know, when you look at Nick Nurse's comments uh, through the first couple of days of camp, he was talking about how Chris Boucher, through the season, looked like someone who was primarily a pick and pop guy a pick and roll guy and through uh, a couple of days of camp he seemed to be a lot more confident in uh, taking the ball off the glass and actually pushing the ball up the floor himself and so it was offering a bit more ball handling offering a bit more off the bounce and that was encouraging and so it would have been cool to see how that would have translated over to the FIBA level and you know if, if, if he had himself 
uh, a decent tournament there. Maybe he carries that confidence into the Raptors season as well. So uh, definitely a shame that he's not going to be there. Um, Nick Nurse is going to have to continue to make do uh, with whatever he's got. And that down, that is knocked off by one. Makes the cuts, I guess, just a little bit easier. Because um, they've got now 16 on their squad that they'll have to cut down to 12 to take to the FIBA World Cup in China uh, at the end of the month, at the end of August. And the other news that came out of the Canada-Nigeria game was that Kelly Olenek hurt himself. And he will miss approximately a week, but he will go uh, to China. Um, that plan hasn't changed, thankfully. And so let's talk about the game a bit now. And it was a slow first quarter for Team Canada. Uh, their offense, uh, you know, they, they only got 14 points on the board, struggled to make shots, struggled to get clean looks. Um, and Nigeria were kind of, you know, uh, in rhythm, getting easy baskets inside, knocking their shots down um, in the mid-range. They, I mean, they're, they're a bad three-point shooting team. They finished 5 for 31 from the game, so it was mostly inside for them in terms of getting off to that solid start. But the second quarter, uh, Team Canada really came alive from the outside, knocked down nine three-pointers, scored 36 points in the quarter, um, and the ball movement really came to life. Uh, a lot of sets that you might find uh, familiar from the Raptors system that were working quite effectively for Team Canada and Kyle Wilcher was probably the standout uh, with his long range shooting he finished the game with 14 points and then another guy that stood out was uh, Ken Birch with his scoring so each of them had 14 points actually and I think with Birch what's going to be interesting to see is uh he definitely had a size advantage against Nigeria. They didn't really have anyone that could cope with him. So I think he was fairly comfortable finishing inside. But when you look ahead to uh, games that will be coming up at the FIBA World Cup in China, where they've got to go up against Australia, and he'll be going up against Aaron Baines and Andrew Bogut. And then with Lithuania, he'll be going up against Jonas Valanciunas, of course. I, I think that's going to be a, a more interesting to, uh, test to see uh, what he can do against those guys. Uh, so, you know, looking uh, beyond that, I thought it was really interesting to see uh, and er encouraging to see the performances of Melvin Edgem and O'Shea Brissett. Uh, Edgem to a greater extent. I think those are the two guys that Nick Nurse is going to look to to be the glue guys whenever they're in the lineup. Um, and... I think with Melvin Edgem, you know, he was able to knock down a couple of threes, kept some possessions uh, alive, earned some extra extra position uh, possessions for the team, uh, was getting on the offensive glass, defensive glass, and just offering a bit of, of everything that Team Canada needed. O'Shea Brissett was probably a little bit over eager, uh, but I think you'd rather have that than the other way where you're trying to get more out of a guy. Uh, and so Nick Nurse, I'm sure, will be able to look at the, some of the things that maybe, you know, he got called for some cheap fouls or, uh, you know, maybe uh, he got caught on the offensive glass when he should have been getting back, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and, and we'll look to clean those things up going forward. But again, the energy, I think that that's the key thing uh, in terms of complementing uh, the guards, uh, whether it be Brady Hesphilip or uh, Kevin Pangos or... 
uh, Corey Joseph, you know, or even even when Kaza Keen or Andrew Nembard get in the game. So I think I think uh, those guys' performances were really encouraging as well. Uh, and let's talk about Andrew Nembard uh, for a minute as well. I wrote a piece on him for Yahoo Sports Canada, so you can go check that out. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And, you know, Team Canada had control of the game in the third quarter, let things slip in the fourth with some pretty sloppy play overall um, and just some mental mistakes. And for the final... You know, five-ish minutes of the game, it was Andrew Nembar running the point. Uh, and, you know, those final four minutes, it was pretty much a one-possession game that he had to manage. And I thought he did a really, really good job of doing that. You know, he, he was slowing the game down. Uh, he was getting to the line, finished a perfect six-for-six six at the free-throw line. Uh, he only played 10 minutes. Um, what do we have here? Let me double-check this box score. Uh, yeah, he only played 10 minutes and finished a plus 12. And, you know, he had some nice pick and roll action with Ken Birch as well late uh, where he was able to draw the defense and make a nice interior pass to Ken Birch for the slam and then sort of kill, kill the game off with, with a mid-range jumper. So very encouraging to see a 19-year-old uh, show that type of poise. I know it's just an exhibition game, um, but obviously when you're still trying to make the team and you're still trying to make a good impression on the coach, it can be easy to get caught up in those things and feel a bit of pressure. So I think it was very encouraging, especially at the point guard position, to show uh, the type of poise and composure that he did to help Canada seal that game 96-87. They are in Winnipeg right now, uh, and they will play another uh, exhibition game against Nigeria before they head off to Australia and uh, you know I think uh, the other thing that you know we talk about composure and poise and whether it was Ken Birch whether it was Kyle Wilcher after the game you know they were all singing their praises of uh, the Toronto Raptors head coach uh, Nick Nurse and how his calm demeanor rubs off on the team and I think that's another area that uh, can help Team Canada maybe reach whatever the ceiling is of this team uh, as constituted because um, when you look at the roster uh, to achieve the goal of uh, making the semis and giving themselves a chance uh, to directly qualify for the Olympics uh, I think that's going to be you know you're going to need guys to level up and you're going to need guys to maybe uh, 
do more than w- what we've seen them do over the course of their careers. And I think uh, when, when the players talk about Nurse giving them creative freedom um, and, you know, just not letting them feel the pressure of making mistakes and allowing them to express themselves, I think that's, that's going to be a big factor uh, in them being able to maximize what they're able to do at the tournament. And, you know, again, not getting too high, not getting too low. Uh, Nigeria, to start the game, they went on a 7-0 run. And I talked about, you know, Canada exploding in that second quarter, taking control in the third. Um, you know, nurses just coaching all the way through, just watching every play and uh, trying to get the best out of the guys on both ends. And um, I, th- I thought Wiltshire made an interesting point about how Nick Nurse just has a way about him that makes players want to play hard for him and I thought that was really um, uh, encouraging to hear um, and that, that's what what you want to hear right when when players are saying that they're sort of inspired or motivated to play hard um, that that's half the job done for a head coach pretty much and yeah with that I think that covers everything we need to talk about with Team Canada so we're going to take a little break here and when we get back we shall get into Kevin Durant's comments uh, about the Toronto Raptors in a second. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, so we're back, and we're going to get into these comments that Kevin Durant made about the Toronto Raptors. Uh, a bit of background. Uh, Kevin Durant mess, met with uh, Yahoo Sports' Chris Haynes. Talked about his season with the Golden State Warriors, getting hurt, um, the pro- the process of coming back, getting back into action during the NBA Finals, uh, moving on to Brooklyn and playing with Kyrie. And so uh, to get specifically into this, um, basically Chris Haynes asked Kevin Durant what he made of um, people initially cheering uh, Kevin Durant getting hurt uh, during that game five of the NBA Finals where he made his return to the playoffs. And the first thing I think that's important to note is that Durant did say that he doesn't remember hearing the fans that night. Um, and so essentially he's responding to what Chris Haynes has told him. And so if he's given the impression that uh, people were cheering uh, his injury, uh, you know, I thought I thought his comment was basically just talking about karma, and so I, I didn't really make too much of it. You know, he's saying uh, so his exact quote was, "It will probably be the last time they will be in the finals." 
uh, and it says that he said it with a smirk. Um, so I think he kind, of, he kind of knows what he's doing there. He's just trying to rile up the fans, the Raptors fans, uh, to get a reaction. But uh, yeah, I think that, I think more than anything, it's just a karma comment where he's saying, "Oh, okay, they they were they were happy that I got injured." Well, uh, you know, karma can come back and get you, and I, I think that's all it was. Um, I'm sure you know. With everything so quiet uh, during the summer and hardly hardly much to for Raptors fans to go off or, or basketball fans uh, in general to take in, uh, every little bit is going to be uh, magnified and made into a huge deal. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the era we live in anyway. So I didn't make too much of it. I thought, you know, it was just an honest response uh, to something that he was being told. Uh, especially if he says that he didn't really hear the fans, which is, I mean, kind of makes sense when when you suffer an injury as bad as that, uh, you probably just, you know, everything else just sort of drowns out. So, um, yeah, I mean, you'd like to think that the Raptors will be back in the finals sooner rather than later, and you know, when Kevin Durant comes back. Uh, from injury a season from now, I'm sure <laughs> the fans will remember this comment and boo the heck out of him and make it a fun atmosphere. But uh, he's also had some pretty ridiculous games uh, in this building here in Toronto. So uh, it could make for a very fun night, if anything. Uh, yeah, if anything, that, that it's probably just added to the stakes of uh, a Toronto-Brooklyn matchup uh, when he is back and playing with... Uh, you'd like to think Kyrie Irving uh, a season from now and yeah besides that I don't really have much uh, to tell you I'm kind of juggling uh, Team Canada basketball and the Rogers Cup right now so you can read some of my Rogers Cup coverage as well um, again you can follow me on Twitter at Vivekam Jacob and check out all the wonderful stuff that the uh, Yahoo Sports crew Yahoo Sports Canada crew puts out and till the next time Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. A hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.